came across this quote by Abraham Lincoln. You cannot escape the responsibility of tomorrow by evading it today. Very simple quote. You cannot escape the responsibility of tomorrow by evading it today. The phrase in the middle of this quote, uh, it kind of stuck in my system and kept repeating itself in my head. Responsibility of tomorrow. The responsibility of tomorrow. I think it's a wonderful phrase. It's something I feel could be a common expression. It would be a good one. The responsibility of tomorrow. This is something that comes up in my conversations with men. This is an aspect of uh, my course for men. When we talk about men creating and designing their future, that, that is one of the things we should always focus on. That is one of our responsibilities for ourselves and also for the people in our lives. Men should be future-focused. Men should not live just for today. And this phrase, responsibility of tomorrow, I think really encapsulates it beautifully. I think it has uh, multiple uses and ramifications. One thing I've really observed at the psychological level is that when you encounter a man who is not doing too well, who is not does not seem very motivated today, is not terribly engaged with life today, one thing that you can almost count on when he's in that state is that he has lost any clear vision for his future. There isn't any future vision he's working towards. Perhaps he had a vision for his future and something happened and he got disillusioned, disappointed, feeling that vision is not going to come true and that demoralized him and that loss of that vision has not been replaced by a new vision. And men can waste away in that interim period between having visions for their future. Sometimes they can waste away for years, not even realize what's happening in their life. What's happened in their life is they actually have no idea where they want to go. They are not seeing themselves in their tomorrow. They're not seeing themselves in their next year. They're not really excited about the man they are becoming. They are not excited about who they want to become in a year or in five years. I have had a very difficult time finding any exception to this. To see a man who is thriving today, but doesn't care at all about his future, I, I, I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it working. I don't see any such Zen lifestyle, functioning lifestyle in any man. A man who is truly thriving today, who is truly in his element today, who is truly in his mastery today, but seems to have no care or no vision at all for his future. The two always kind of seem to go hand in hand. 
right? The man who is truly engaged today is a man who probably at least a few times a day turns his eye towards the future, turns his eye towards who he wants to be, turns his eye towards where he wants to get to. Whether it's the end of this work week, whether it's the end of this year, whether it's the end of a particular arc of accomplishment that he's working towards. And I think that's a very healthy thing. I can perceive this in my own life, in my own arc over the years. Whenever there have been times when I did not have a clear vision of my future or what I was building towards, my life kind of flailed around. There were times when I had certain dreams and they kind of fell to the wayside, didn't feel they were really going to come true, and it had not been replaced by a new dream. And in that time, there was a lot of wasted time. There was a lot of wasted energy. And some of that is just part of living. But I think it's it behooves us to kind of understand our system and be future-oriented as men. I think it's really healthy for men to be future-oriented. I think it's really healthy for us to have a vision of ourselves that we are working towards, a vision of tomorrow that we are working towards. And I think it's useful for us at multiple levels. It's useful for us simply at the level of motivation and accomplishment and making and deciding how we should live today. Yeah, how we should live today is not hedonistically. How we should live today is not impulsively. How we should live today is not simply in the busy work that is showing up in front of our face today. Every day should be contributing towards building a future of our choosing, of our vision. And that makes for an engaged and fun life. That makes for the kind of life where you can go to bed looking forward to the things you want to get done tomorrow. That's a good feeling. And you can get up in the morning immediately looking forward to the things you want to get done that day. I think that is really makes for a happy life. Certainly for the masculine temperament. Probably for everybody, but I speak a lot to men regarding all this, so I, I can certainly speak for myself and for other men. I think it's a healthier state for us to be in, to feel we are on the arc of something, to feel that our days are adding up. Right. So this phrase really stuck, stuck out for me in that context. The responsibility of tomorrow, I kind of felt like uh, unpacking it a little bit for myself, and maybe it'll be useful to you. The responsibility of tomorrow, I think it's a wonderful phrase, that if you're planning on being alive tomorrow, if you're planning on being alive for a little while, you should take responsibility for that fact. And there is great energy in taking responsibility for it and organizing our lives so that our days fit, our days make sense, our days and our efforts accumulate one day after the other. And I feel there are a couple of explanations, a couple of uh, implications that come out of this future orientation. And <laughs> one of them is the title of this video. So if we are responsible for our future, what does it mean? If we are responsible for tomorrow, how do we unpack that? How do we, how do we get a handle on future? 
because we don't have it yet. We don't have it in our fist. Future is unpredictable. By definition, it's an unknown. Things can happen tomorrow that we don't know about today. We can't always anticipate. So how do we grapple with the unknown? How do we lay down a vision into a future which is not entirely in our control? How do we grapple with this? How do we dance with this uncertainty? Right. And one wise choice, one wise decision that comes up is actually be pessimistic. Be pessimistic. Uh, don't expect things are going to go according to plan. Expect disasters. Make room for disasters. This kind of ties in with another conversation I have with my men in the course. It is that men really, really, really should not be naive. Men should work very hard to not be naive. The transition between boyhood and manhood would one of the central points of maturity would be that this young man is no longer naive. When you were a boy, you were naive about many things. Now you're growing up, you really need to know how the world functions, what human nature is, what feminine nature is. You need to account for all the darkness, all the disasters. You need to align yourself with all the rude and smelly reality of life so that you are no longer naive. You no longer have an overly optimistic assessment of existence because that can be, ultimately, it can be disastrous for men to be naive. You'll get hit on the side of your head with reality through betrayal, through just sheer bad luck. Even if you're well prepared, even if you are. Uh, Expecting the unexpected, sometimes life can overwhelm you, but certainly it's it's upon us to kind of improve the odds and reduce our naivete. Right. And one way to do that is to actually expect catastrophe, to carry catastrophe on your back. Do not expect things to go well, do not expect things to go as expected, do not expect people to behave well. Do not expect things to remain peaceful, rational, logical, nice. Expect catastrophe tomorrow. One way to be responsible for tomorrow is to expect that tomorrow might be disastrous. Right. Expect that the flood is coming. And always have an arc ready to some degree. Have a negative temperament. Don't expect the things that are working tomorrow will be working, working today will be working tomorrow. Don't expect that even the people you're able to rely on today, you will be able to rely on tomorrow. Right? Find a middle ground. Doesn't mean you have to distrust everyone and everything, and yet leave some room that the things that are working today may no longer be working tomorrow. Make room for catastrophes. Be prepared for them a little bit. And I think that actually is invigorating to some degree. I find it invigorating. 
I think whenever we are taking steps to prepare ourselves better for a dark future, we actually feel more uh, integrated in our system. Right? If you if you subscribe to the chakra system, I think if you actually prepare for disaster, your first chakra will relax. You will actually be more peaceful. You will be more grounded. The more prepared you are. If you are being unreasonably optimistic about the future will be just fine, your subconscious will worry. Your conscious may not worry, and your conscious level, you may be very optimistic. Your subconscious may give you bad dreams like living a pipe dream. Things can go wrong really quickly. First chakra will contract. Right. So I think being ready for disaster actually fortifies our system. I think it actually renders us more healthy psychologically. Now, this may be a little bit counterintuitive. Some people will say, well, if you're worrying all the time, that is bad for your health. My proposition is, if you're worrying all the time about the future and also preparing for it, you will end up in better health because you will know your flank is covered and your back is covered. You have made some preparation. At least your attention has gone in the direction. At least you have thought about it. Things could go wrong. If they went wrong, what would I do? I could do this, I could do that. Okay. Contingency plans. I actually don't think being overly optimistic or Pollyanna all the time is actually a healthy state. I think it's a delusional state. Right? It's a it's a self-deceptive state. And self-deception always will split us between the conscious and the unconscious. We may delude ourselves at the conscious level, but our subconscious will tell us, uh, you might get into trouble. You're not really looking at everything. So I think actually preparing for disaster, having a slightly negative temperament, may actually render you more zen. Right, The person who is prepared for disaster is more zen, not the person who thinks nothing bad could ever happen. Expecting disaster, expecting calamity will create greater containment in your system. It'll solidify you as a man. It'll better prepare you. It may even make you more attractive to women. I think at some level, women want to see that Women, I don't think women are particularly attracted to impulsive men who are living for today. Right? They may have very limited kind of interactions with men like that, but I don't think overall this is a very attractive quality if a man says, oh, what do I care for tomorrow? I'm only living for today. Tomorrow will take care of itself. I don't think that particularly is uh, interesting or a deep philosophy. Right? So this is interesting. This is uh, something I think interesting to consider, and it's interesting to consider right now. Uh, today's date is October 3rd, 2022. Uh, which seems almost since ever the news of our times has been bad and dire and alarming. Uh, Certainly right now, there's a lot of tension in the world. We are most certainly headed towards an economic downturn. There's a lot of political turmoil, not only in this country, but pretty much across the globe. 
future is on everybody's mind right now. Right? Winter is coming. Future is on everybody's mind. And I think that has implications certainly for all human beings. It has implications, I think, specifically for masculinity. And it has implications for man-woman relating. What happens during times of stress? What happens during the times where our first chakra feels under duress, where it's scared, where there's survival fear? It kind of has a way of putting things to the test. So I think times like these, even more than times of prosperity and more certainty, certainly times of uncertainty and incoming adversity, as I think most people on the planet today would think, they would agree, we are kind of in for hard times, at least to some degree. We don't know till what degree, but everybody knows we are heading into slightly a darker season right now economically and politically. Future is on everybody's mind. And it behooves us to prepare for the bad, to prepare for the worse, to almost assume things actually might be worse than we are anticipating. I'm in favor of that. I'm in favor of that negativity. Truly. And I actually would encourage men to harbor that negativity. Be of negative temperament. Expect tomorrow to go to shit. Do not assume what's working today will be working tomorrow. Truly, that's my encouragement to you. I'm not in favor of all positive thinking all the time. I think positive thinking is kind of a disease of our times and it's nonsensical. And it is rendering men stupid and naive, which is one thing I'm, I, I actually work very hard with my men. Like One thing you should not be is naive. And being overly optimistic is naive. Being unreasonably optimistic is naive. You're going to get slammed on the side of your face if you're naive. And that never feels good. Even if you're best prepared, you may get your ass kicked. So at least try harder. Try harder, have a more negative temperament, and take responsibility of tomorrow by expecting it may not be very very rosy. Right? And if it is not as bad as you are prepared for, it only means you will be that much better prepared. You will be able to move that much faster during hard times. You can't really lose. There's no such thing as being overprepared and suffering because of it. Right? There's another perspective to be had on this. There's another angle to be, to be seen in this, which I think has to do with leadership. Right? I do believe men should learn to function in hierarchies, and functioning in hierarchy means that you should both learn to lead and learn to follow. And certainly a lot of men who are taking my courses, including a lot of women who are taking my courses, are interested in learning how to establish happy and thriving dynamic between men and women that are, to some degree, hierarchical. Gently hierarchical. Hierarchy gets a bad name. It's not about tyranny. It's not about saying, I am above you. It's my way or the highway. That's not how relationships work. That's not even how the military works, let alone intimate relationships. But certainly people in my community are interested in 
having uh, creating relationships in which the man is a bit in the lead and he leads his woman and the woman wants a strong man who's in the lead. So if you as a man have the desire to, to cultivate a relationship like that, leaders worry. Leaders' job is to worry. One of the things we pay leaders for is to worry about the future. Leaders don't lead their followers just today. Leaders lead into the future, right? And you don't have to get all crazy in your head about a man leading a woman. Okay, I can simplify this for you. Forget about a man leading a woman. Imagine a man with children. You have small children. As a father, you are the leader of your children. They are looking to you for care. They are looking to you to be prepared for the unexpected tomorrow. They are looking to you to be responsible for their tomorrow. Your natural position as a leader, as anybody, any human being on whom other human beings are relying. Right? If somebody is relying on you, you're a leader. If you have accepted that. Certainly if you're a parent, if you're a father, you have children. Your children are looking to you to keep them safe. Your children are looking to you to make their tomorrow safe and happy. And it's your job to be future-oriented. It is your job to take the responsibility of tomorrow. You don't have a choice in leadership there. Right. Prepare for tomorrow. Expect tomorrow to be bad. People are relying on you. Because if you mess this up, if you underestimate the difficulty of tomorrow, not only will you suffer, but the people who are relying on you will suffer as well. And that's bad leadership. Right. That's the responsibility. The responsibility of leadership, one of the responsibilities of leadership is to be responsible for tomorrow. To be responsible for the future for yourself and the, for the people who have chosen to follow you. So if you have any ambition to lead, you need to be future-oriented. You need to lead the people who are following you into their future, you need to be able to promise them that you've got your eye on their future. Right? That is part of your leadership responsibility. So prepare for disasters. Prepare for the future to be bad. Prepare for the future to be worse than you're expecting. Carry catastrophes on your back. Don't expect things to always work out. I think it's a good mindset for men to have for simply being engaged more deeply in their own lives. And certainly if you want to assume leadership in any capacity, you need to assume the responsibility for tomorrow for the people who are following you.